0: Holy guacamole! <laughs> <laughs> oh what? Did you hear that? <laughs> he was not <laughs> a fan. Diego, what's wrong? Was the frequency too high for you? He did not like that. Ooh, ooh! I can't oh, tell wow. if that was
1: Leo's laugh that he was like reacting. He
0: right. was not happy. <laughs> Hello. Well, this is off the page and already off the rails. <laughs> yes, I'm Paige. And I'm Leah. And I'm Mary Beth. And that's oh, that's Diego. That's Diego. That's that la. That's Tula. la.
1: Toot lala. Toot
0: lala. <sighs> Man, it always goes off the rails when I'm. Part I release. know. <laughs> Literally, we can't make it through our like five-second <laughs> intro without something, uh, someone knocking something over. <laughs> that's you. That's, that wasn't my fault. I had Whoa. no control over the volume. Yeah, that was a yeah. little extreme. Yeah, that was very loud. We're sorry for <laughs> rupturing your eardrums. Please follow please or for, just
1: fix that and post.
0: Please fix. Please forward all <laughs> of your medical bills to Leah One Three and <laughs> <at laughs> PayThis.gov. <laughs> Pay this. Oh my gosh that's funny so yeah, yeah. anyway how was your week
1: yeah, so good so good mine was man i don't know this year has been just wild there's so much Mercury's happening. in retrograde tell me about it there's everything in retrograde my <laughs> brain's in me- retrograde <laughs> it's like shit that's probably <laughs> yeah. not necessary it's like a wet blanket over
0: this conversation just, wow. kidding. <laughs> just kidding thanks Anything else of note? Fucking roast me on my own goddamn podcast. I know last week we had <clears throat> Megan here and she just instantly came in and asserted dominance. Of course. Like, oh, of course. This is my podcast now.
1: <laughs> Happily, That's Momo, it it you. Yeah. That I is. haven't
0: listened to the episode yet. Did she talk about her psychic reading? Yes.
1: Oh, it's amazing.
0: Yes. That is Brad seriously. Chad. Yes. Brad Chad.
1: <laughs> that is on it like i don't have okay so i have a lot of good friends but i don't have a friend like megan megan will just do this weirdest shit you do have a friend like megan I, her name megan, megan. <laughs> <laughs> you guys it's been a long week okay <laughs> what i'm trying to say is i don't have any other friends like megan megan okay? is truly
0: one of a kind she is oh, the, yeah.
1: the og the original but she also does she's also my only friend who you could call her up on literally any day and she will have four different stories for you.
0: Mm-hmm. That sounds she accurate.
1: like a comedian. She sees the world in just like a totally different. So a grocery store run is so different for her than it is for anyone else. And then things like that are super pedestrian or normal for us. The way she thinks about them is just so hilarious. And then she also goes and does shit like pay a psychic online for Brad Chad.
0: I need her to do that weekly. <clears throat> I would
1: behalf. love to have a you know astrology corner with her or something. <laughs> Can we get That's yours so
0: done and compare it? Yes. Oh oh. I would actually, I would actually right. love that. It's going to be another breach. I would love <laughs> that. Like, what if y'all got the exact same one? But wait, I have to wait like what, nineteen months or something? Seventeen. 17. Hers was seventeen. That's all right. Okay.
1: We've we, we've got patience. write it out this long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mary Beth would be wholly invested, so every week she would be scanning. i
0: like kind of want to do it just to see if she picks up on the gay vibes i doubt she will i know and then we can expose her as a fraud (laughs) but then what if she what if she sends
1: you a woman and it's not me
0: Mm, okay that's like that tv show the one where it's basically it's been a while since i've watched no, still the one I love. Oh, that one too. Of, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to outsing you there. You, I, except the, you did. I am. Mean. <laughs> um. <clears> there. <throat> it's been a while since I watched it. But basically, this company invents this. <laughs> <Sorry>. God damn! <laughs> I. Yeah, I'm in the middle of the story. Are you, are you, are you? She's like <laughs> she's like yawning. I'm like, shit. But well, we are in very like reclined <laughs> positions. I'm so tired. <laughs> she I'm gonna look over and she's gonna be like, <laughs> Friday night, baby. Fuck <laughs> it up. But it they up. Inventus, Friday night in your thirties, bitches. It's like a, a DNA repository. Where you send it in and they match you and based on your DNA, they can tell you if you're like soulmates. And yes, it was actually, I thought it was actually a pretty good program because then there's drama that happens because people who are already married are sending in DNA and there's this one chick. Wait, spoiler is this, alert!
1: Is this a, a reality show? No, 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 no. Okay, you made oh. it sound like a reality oh, show. No, oh, no, oh, no, oh. no. Well, I know. Are show you, you the okay. one? <laughs> yes, you made it sound like a reality show. Yeah. Well,
0: are you the one? Also, a great program, <laughs> the best. But <laughs> doesn't match people on their DNA. No, but it's, no, but it, it is per- your star it's, sign. It's all no. It's a personality no. test. Also, very scientific. <laughs> but there's drama on the one. Spoiler alert where this wife sends in her husband's DNA and because she wants... She's yawning. I want everyone to know on the record. Wolf you both. (laughs) All right, hobgoblins, since y'all are the only ones I've got left, she sends in her husband... And they turned it off. (laughs) Diego. Okay. So she sends in her husband's DNA because she wants to confirm like to herself that they're a perfect match they're happily married and then it ends up backfiring because they're not each other's perfect match and then she hunts down the girl that he is a perfect match because she wants to see what she's like so she can be more like her and then her husband runs into them while they're out hanging out and then like sparks fly, and then he ends up having an affair with this girl, and it's like self-inflicted. she had never gotten exactly. To, yeah. <laughs> what well, 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 well. What, what a channel was this program on? Uh, Netflix or Amazon? Yeah, Netflix, oh. Amazon Prime. It's I think it was out. a British show. I love that dramatic shit. Yeah, it's pretty good. I don't think it got was critically acclaimed, but <laughs> <laughs> what? This critic claims that it wasn't that bad. Um, you anyway. definitely are
1: a critic. Anyway,
0: True. so... <laughs> God damn, baby. Okay, fine. Spotlight's on you. What are you? What do you want to talk about? Nothing.
1: Maybe I'm what playing. we came here to record. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about it. Oh, so, thank
0: you. I re- uh, <laughs> thanks for your permission.
1: <laughs> baby! <laughs> so, this week... I was supposed to read a book called thank you for listening. But if I'm being honest, it was on thank my Kindle. You.
0: Next, Thank you.
1: Next. And I am borrowing it from the library and I'm doing that hack. So oh, I couldn't bring it the all the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't bring it everywhere oh. and I can't do it on my phone. And that's when I do. Okay. I'm not going to lie to you guys. That's when I do a lot of my reading on your phone. Yes. At work. Oh. It's it's like five minutes here, five minutes there, waiting for them to line up at lunch, waiting for them to get their act together, doing something.
0: I cannot do that. You know, just waiting.
1: A lot of my job is just hurry up and wait. You know. Or just work, 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 work. Which is that was today. Sometimes I work and work. sometimes when I need a break. Thank you for that okay so i <gasps> i knew you were gonna do that instead <laughs> that <was> so loud <laughs> baby can i just i mean sorry you're not no That's i fine. am i wasn't trying to do that to be rude i, I know, was i know <laughs> jesus <laughs> so i listened to an audiobook instead and this audiobook is called "Crying in H Mart," and I've been waiting for it for months. I heard about it from you, Leah, and then I heard about it on a podcast. What called? Uh, what? Sh- what Not am I reading next? No. Oh. What should you be reading next? Oh gosh, it's really famous. This is embarrassing. This is what <laughs> happens when we record on Sunday. My brain shuts off, and then I'm like, "What? <laughs> <It's> what is? <gasps>
0: Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's a Friday." I'm like, oh. We um, have the whole
1: weekend ahead of us. Well, I don't (laughs) think my brain does. So it's called What Should I Read Next? Jeez, Louisiana. (laughs) Jeez,
0: Louisiana. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Have you never heard me say that? No, I have not. (laughs) (laughs) This is, you're going to have fun editing this. Okay. I'm here. Fuck it all
1: up. <laughs> all right. So the book is called *Crying in H Mart* by Michelle Zonner. Here is the synopsis: An unflinching, powerful memoir about growing up Korean American, losing her mother, and forging her own identity. In this exquisite story of family, food, grief, and endurance, Michelle Zonner proves herself far more than a dazzling singer, songwriter, and guitarist. With humor and heart, she tells of her growing up, one of the few Asian American kids at her school in Eugene, Oregon, of a struggling mother or of struggling with her mother's particular high expectations of her of a painful adolescence of treasured months spent in her grandmother's tiny apartment in seoul where she and her mother would bond late at night over heaping plates of food as she grew up moving to the east coast for college finding work in a restaurant industry and performing gigs with her fledgling band and meeting the man who would become her husband her Koreanness began to feel ever more distant Even as she found the life she wanted to live, it was her mother's diagnosis of terminal cancer when Michelle was 25 that forced a reckoning with her identity and brought her to reclaim the gifts of taste, language, and history her mother had given her. Vivacious and plainly spoken, lyrical, and honest, Zahner's voice is as radiantly alive on the page as it is on stage. Rich with intimate anecdotes that will resonate widely and complete with family photos, Crying in H Mart is a book to cherish, share, and reread. I don't know if I will reread this. It was quite sad. It was very sad. I don't
0: mm. <clears throat> I don't think it's going to be one I read again either. But um, it was very good to read once at least.
1: Yeah, I loved the perspective. I don't read a lot of books by Korean Americans, oddly enough. I've realized I was looking at my story graph chart and I need to read more widely. Mm. Anyway, mm. it was on my list of like, you know, goals for the year. So I need to start picking up some more BIPOC authors. But I... I really liked her voice. She is a beautiful writer. You can tell she's a songwriter. A lot of her writing paints a really beautiful picture. Yes. Okay. So basically her mom, it starts off with her explaining why the title of the book basically exists. Yeah. And then she goes on to say the story is about her mom essentially dying of cancer Mm. and her watching it happen. Mm. And she's incredibly young. Like they say in the synopsis, she's only 25 and you just... She just paints such a vivid portrayal of like mother and daughter relationships and how yeah, fraught it they also, are.
0: You know, goes back to her childhood in, in between the story, like
1: of the present time. She she intercuts them with all of these memories, so it's a lot of it's a lot like a memoir about her childhood growing up yeah. and what her par- mom was like and what her parents were like and all of. I loved. I love anything with food related, which is odd now that I'm thinking about it. You
0: love like cooking show. Uh, what was that one? Somebody feed Phil. Oh my God. I love that show. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good one. You I love, love that show. He's delightful. He's delightful. You love delightful. like in like kind of like Anthony Bourdain style. I love Anthony oh, Bourdain. Anthony I blame Bourdain. my dad for that. You love. Uh, y- so I love cooking shows that are like chopped. Yeah. Or, like, I get stressed out. I guys, can't watch those. Guys grocery games. Like yeah, where everybody's like, like <laughs> here's three <laughs> fucked up ingredients that you've never heard I'll of. make a dish out of it. Yeah. throw it on the what plate I'm like go. get it on the plate
1: get it on the plate <laughs> yeah and Mary Beth's like anytime it cuts to someone saying my flavors were all there I'm like oh, immediately she's like Ooh. they're gone yep, yep, it's yep. all over
0: my flavors were there I don't know if um, the judges textur- are gonna like texturally, it texturally it, it all baked through but my flavors were, mm, I'm like girl mm, you out you gone yeah, goodbye, but goodbye I also like shows like the Great British Bake Off which is Me just too. delightful like There's nothing like high stakes about it. Nope. It's just. I like a good cut through. I'm like, get the cocky bastard off. (laughs) But y'all are. Yeah. Y'all are more like British in our sensibilities. British. Well, British? I feel like you like the community building part yeah. of food yeah. and the I don't like the like cutthroat like no one's out don't to get each that. other and like you're more of like the chicken soup for the soul <laughs> style. <laughs> ah. You know. Oh man, that's a deep cut. I haven't thought about chicken soup for the soul for a long time. Well, I do drink a lot of chicken broth, so I think about chicken soup <laughs> a, lot. a lot. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. Why don't you just make some chicken soup so you don't just drink Because I can't broth? have the noodles. Yes, you
1: can. Oh, I can make can it and find noodles. you gluten. You can also do it with rice. You can have chicken and rice. Oh, Guys, interesting. this is taking a weird turn. Mary Beth's on a new <laughs> diet. Ugh. It's the worst.
0: I hate it. No My gluten. favorite was getting that Snapchat about Paige saying <laughs> your breath smelled like the dogs ah! after you drank so I have to try and get like kind of salt for my pots to try and make my veins get blood to my brain, like contract and get blood to my brain. Good times. Yeah. Selfie. Minor thing that needs to happen allegedly. And so they're like telling me all of these things I can eat or, or I guess drink to get higher salt and one is chicken broth. And we put like bone broth on our dog's food because (laughs) diego has some bad teeth but he can't get them like pulled because he has a bad heart and so every time after i drink my chickens my chicken stock page is like your breath smells like the dogs
1: uh no i said that one time i don't want you to paint me as this menace that just goes one
0: time but the hurt lasts forever
1: (laughs) (laughs) A moment on the lips forever in the <laughs> brain chat I will
0: never forget. Yeah.
1: Oh my god. But gosh. anyway, yeah. Listen, but, I don't roast you very often, but that was pretty hard. That was yeah, a hard it was, roast.
0: It was. That was a burn. Harsh. But yeah, I'm like ugh, I'm trying to like get like my migraines and all of that under control, so no gluten, dairy, Trying, almonds. Almonds, trying to cut back on garlic, just a bunch of random fun. <laughs> I almost thought you said garland, and I was like, You eat garland? <laughs> I do.
1: she's <laughs> Keep me away from the Christmas trees. <laughs> oh, Diego did not like that. Jesus. Wow. Another turn. Yep. Whew. So, anyway, I love books about food. <laughs> 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 not garland so much, but uh, food is good. In this book, she does a great job of trying to recreate her own family history through food, which I think I would probably do. And if when our parents pass, I will probably be obsessed with like making things mom made when we were little or... Oh. I was like, where is she going with this? I'm going to um, get some cuna
0: casserole. We got to get that weenies. tater tot casserole. <laughs> some beanie weenies. Beanie weenies. My ass Freaking- would actually fall off in <laughs>
1: Uh, I love re- listener, weenies. just so you know, a beanie beanie weenies <laughs> is this thing my mom used to make when we were literally like vi- really little. Just baked it's beans, baked beans, Bush's baked beans, dogs. and hot dogs cut up and cheese Jeez. on top, and you bake it in the oven, <laughs> so and it's good. the best <laughs> meal you will literally ever eat in your life. Oh,
0: no, I okay. So when Paige and I were eating dinner a lot together during the pandemic, mm-hmm. she was getting bored of my same chicken old and rice, chicken and rice, and she's like. I'll, you know, I'll bust out some of my classic family recipes. (laughs) She's like, I'll make you beanie weenies. (laughs) I didn't realize how weird it was until you and Amy pointed it out. Yeah. I I never thought about it. I just, I look at it it as comfort food. Yeah. I was like. It fed me through college. Yeah, man. It's like ramen noodles. I was like, baby, the point of our relationship is that there are no weenies. (laughs) Not to mention beanie weenies. (laughs) Jesus Christ. You guys, that's too much. Okay, but my favorite's always the the
1: classic meatloaf mashed potatoes. That's true. You do love that. Mm -hmm. I like making the meatloaf. It's really good. I don't make mashed potatoes with it, though. I know. Wait, do you make
0: us your mom's meatloaf? Yeah. I thought it was Chip and Joanna Gaines. No. 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 That's too
1: fancy. P, if you look in our recipe docs, it's my mom, the picture my mom sent me from her recipe book. I don't. I've never made Joanna Gaines's. I don't know what it. I'm sure it's meatloaf. Meat, meatloaf, <laughs> guys. I can't talk anymore. It's meatloaf. So it's bread, meat, heavy and on the meat.
0: Life on the loop.
1: <laughs> My word. Okay. okay. Well. So yeah, the book is wonderful. I'm going to read you some quotes. <laughs> you guys are terrible. Meatloaf. <laughs> don't. Don't. Okay. I'm going to start with this one. I've never met someone like you. That's what her mother says to her as if I were a stranger from another town or an eccentric guest accompanying a mutual friend to a dinner party. It was a strange thought to hear from the mouth of the woman who had birthed and raised me with whom I shared a home for 18 years. Someone who is half of me. My mother had struggled to understand me just as I had struggled to understand her thrown as we were on opposite sides of the fault line, generational, cultural, linguistic, we wandered lost without a reference point, each of us unintelligible to the other's expectations. Until these past few years, when we had just begun to unlock the mystery, carve the psychic space to accommodate each other, appreciate the differences between us, linger in our refracted commonalities, then what, we, what would have been the most fruitful years of our understanding was cut violently short, mm. and I was left alone to decipher the secrets of the inheritance without its key. Mm. That's how the whole book sounds by the way. Like if you shit. thought that was really good, that's literally the whole thing. No. And I listened to the audiobook, which I think she's the narrator, if I'm recalling the end correctly. She has a very nice voice. I liked it. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, it, she was was singer, too, so. it was great too. It was great too cuz she pronounces all the Korean words oh, and yeah. I yeah. I know I know en- enough of the like Korean language with kids because I worked for a family that had a Korean parent and you know, I know like the traditional umma appa, you know, I know how to say bop, which is poop in case anyone oh, wants okay. to know. <laughs> I was like, I don't
0: know what that is. Um, mm-hmm. I might but need to... <laughs> <will we not laughs> I do,
1: uh. And I might need to check my references on that. Sorry, Korean listeners, if that's not correct. I find Korean culture fascinating though. So um, yeah, it
0: truly is. I and it's, know, it's blown it's, up
1: a lot. It really has. It So the, I think when we were kids when I was like obsessed with Japan and Korea I missed out on having such easy access to stuff you know like I had to really search for it like I had to go to the library and get it or I had to ask dad to let me like YouTube weird things and not be (laughs) mad we would download a ton of shows yeah that we couldn't get
0: like well I mean we didn't have even streaming streaming.
1: back then back then back in the day I remember (laughs) when I first watched I remember when I first watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer I basically yeah, you had to like I download, to download from, it like, from this sites and... weird site. And I remember one time they rickrolled me, and I was so angry because I thought I was getting the next episode, and I wasn't. Oh. What does rickroll mean? You don't know what rickrolling is? Oh, I'll do it for you later. You'll love it. Everyone Kids do it to me every day.
0: Send Leah a rickroll at leahrickroll <laughs> Leah <laughs> at internet Gmail setting up the email right now gov. <laughs>
1: Anyway, what did you, what are your thoughts?
0: You've been kind of silent. Oh. Well, I don't feel like I necessarily know enough about the book yet.
1: Okay. So, her and her mom have a pretty contentious relationship. Oh. She had where she sort of understood her mom when she was little. They would travel together a lot, they would basically do everything together. They lived out in the woods in Eugene, Oregon, and. Her mom was like her only playmate because she was an only child. Mm. Um, I mean,
0: and there's also the the fact of growing up. She doesn't quite feel like she'd fit in with the, the American, American children. American, yeah, and but also doesn't quite feel like she's Asian enough to like. Is she mixed?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Her dad. Her dad is American, and met her mom while he was in Korea. Um, his mom. Her dad was um, a bit of a drug addict, in his growing up years. Got clean and sober. Joined the air military and some, i think it's an army right the air military <laughs> the air force is what i was gonna say but i'm pretty sure he wasn't the. the i air don't force. remember and he the ends up air
0: and, military the land military
1: and the <laughs> sea military <laughs> like it. all the branches no so they meet somehow i can't remember she does tell the story and then move back to Oregon. Mm-hmm. i just found you know when you're a kid and you have all of these records like you have all you think that you know your parents Mm-hmm. You know, and you think that, you know, our dad had kind of a sketchy past too. So he would tell us these hilarious stories at the dinner table. That was like our favorite thing is my mom would serve dessert and my dad would tell stories from his childhood. And, and they are thinking about them now. I'm like, my dad was a bad kid. <laughs> he was so bad. He was a baddie. <laughs> um, so it's no like shock really. I think to him that his children are bad. <laughs> Who you call him. Yeah, that's bad true. Bitch. You're good. You're the good girl. <laughs> I'm I'm mostly referring to my brother and I. We were fucking shit up, and my dad was also didn't like judge a whole lot. So I I felt like her relationship with her dad when she was little was similar to mine. Dad's just kind of went off and like made the money and provided things for you and said no occasionally, um, or in our case, a lot. (laughs) Our dad was like, "No, I'm not paying fifty thousand dollars for you to get this weird ass toy." $50,000. $50,000. I mean, it wasn't $50,000, but you know what I'm saying. But, but you
0: can torrent this episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> he never approved that. Had no, he known, he, he would have been like, get yeah. off my computer. Yeah, he, he'd been like, you're watching what he on He never what? knew why we had so many viruses on our No wonder your computer. mom's Mac was so <laughs> fucked. <laughs> it wasn't her Mac, it was my own. <laughs> My mom's had her Mac for, like, 15 years now. Yeah. So. Wait, is that thing still kicking? <laughs> she no, tried didn't to she get another? tried to let me borrow it for, like, something. Yeah, I remember that. And you I had was a disc like, issue, and that was when your computer... I think she's had the same one for a long time. Doesn't I... she have a different one now? I don't think so.
1: Or maybe Honestly, she just uses dad's. Dad has a new Mac, but... I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, I it, yeah. But... So, I, I really connected with, like all of her realizations when she leaves home of her mom doing all of these things for her were very much my own. Like that is actually, I got to college and was like, Oh my gosh, there are not magical fairies that take out the trash. There are not magical fairies who just vacuum in here. I have to do it. What is this? And I just remember always calling my mom and asking like, how do you do this? How do you make this? And just be feeling so out of my depth. I'm in a lot of things.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure when I came to visit you in New York, <laughs> trying to make, Something with shrimp. Uh, uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe it was just like a salad or something. And we had to call mom and be like, yeah, "How do we, how cook, we cook shrimp?"
1: shrimp. <laughs> so stupid. I mean, and my mom, my mom was a great mom. Like she was a stay-at-home mom, so she did everything for us, and she did it with so much delight. Like that is the thing I think I really do it with a happy heart, always. And she was always roasting us when we weren't doing when we were doing it with chores with a happy, happy heart. heart. <laughs> yeah, but my mother's favorite thing is
0: not cooking. No, she, she doesn't like it. Not enjoy cooking. But she obviously did it in every love. single day. We had sit down dinner every, every single, single night. day,
1: yeah. she would make our lunches every day, and she, she would write would... notes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our mom was a great mom. anyway, she has the same experience in this book. her Her mom is essentially her best friend, and then she gets to be teenage and uh, she kind of you know, gets into the music scene, meets some different people at high school, is you know, doesn't want to go to college, and her mom's like very adamant that she go. She has a bit about of depression during school too. And she talks about that and what that was like in high school and how alone she felt because all of a sudden her mom was just like this foreign entity to her and she couldn't, she couldn't get her mom to understand and she couldn't understand where her mom was coming from, which is a classic, very classic yeah. scenario, mother, daughter, which, and then she doesn't become close with her mom again until she leaves the house, goes to college. And well, even then I
0: feel like, Yeah, they weren't come close until she got diagnosed and she went back to take care of her and
1: that's where she well, she tried. Yeah. Yeah, well yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I connected so much with that. I I didn't appreciate my mom while I had her every day in my life, you know? It's one of those things. And then yeah, that's I mean, the book made me tear up at multiple times when she's talking about how her mother, you know, spoke to her. Her mom was a lot harsher than my mom. My mom Mm -hmm. has been always very like my mom is a nice texas mom so she just very gentle she's very gentle i mean and don't get me wrong that lady can yell yes definitely and make you feel really terrible <laughs> uses her tears <laughs> she uses her tears I, I mean, and i would say that i mean like i have said that to her face like yeah. she
0: but as far as like harsh insults no thrown at you that was not no nothing. that was not our mother
1: no your and, mother's still alive by the way yeah our mom is also still alive so we have that girl. that is your mother not what's your mother I met. She's referring to the time period. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's in the past. Okay. Right. Yeah. We've all grown and changed.
0: Okay. So the mother passes away. Oh, that's well, the book. Well, not until the end. It's... it's The whole book is her taking care of her care mother of her. as oh. her mother is dying.
1: So oh. she's flying back and forth from the East Coast. And her her aunt had been diagnosed. You don't find this out until about three-fourths of the way through. But her aunt had the same exact cancer that her mom had. Fuck! And died through...
0: like. 30 rounds of chemo. Yeah. It and make and it. died
1: literally months before her mom was diagnosed. Shit, was she close with her aunt? Yeah. Well, so her family, all of her mom's side of the family lives in Korea. And so she went back every summer with her mom. And so she knows her family in Korea. Shit. But it wasn't really until her mom got sick that she had her own established relationship. And that is part of I think the identity crisis that she has is she wants to hold on to her mom's Korean heritage and be a part oh. of that. But her mom always said, save 10% of yourself. And so she always feels like her mom's been this great mystery to her because she doesn't share all of herself and she knows that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I also related to. My mom, there's a lot of her life that she won't talk about. So like, it's just very interesting. So the title of the book, uh, is that a reference to a
0: grocery chain? Yes. Okay. H Mart, my favorite store of all
1: right. time. And she talks about going to the one in Philly and then she lives in New York for a bit. And she talks about how cooking Korean food really helps her feel connected to her mom and feel connected to that side of her because she tries to make all the dishes that were comfort foods for her. And so she tries to do it when her mom is alive. uh, But her mom, by the time she got the, it was a stomach cancer. Mm -hmm. And so her mom really couldn't keep food down ever through the whole thing. And
0: they found like one dish
1: that her, mom, that could her eat. mom could eat, and she. So they made that pretty much all the time. Yeah, until she was on. She was on um like an IV, mm. and she really does kind of brutally talk about what the body, like the ravages of chemo, what it looks like mm. on a body. She talks about you know graphic warning re- listeners, hop goblins Talks about like the sores her mom gets in her mouth, and all of the stuff they have to do to wash out her mouth because, you know, she can't eat anything, but she also can't like hold a toothbrush or really groom herself. And her mom was this beautiful, immaculate woman that was always turned out, always looking her best, always had a cream for that and Mm. this and that. And, you know, like was a Korean woman. So they also are very obsessed with how you look in Mm -hmm. Korea. That is like a big market for them. And so her mom always had tinctures and things to make, her look her best and her body is just racked by this chemo. And um, she has comments about like what that made her feel and um, how I'm sure it, you know, made her mom feel. And those are some of the most interesting. I th- I felt like some of her most ethereal writing is in those times when she's talking about how lovely her mom was. And when they talk about the headstone that they make for her mom's grave, that's also really touching because they're very specific about the wording. It's not loving mother and wife it's lovely mother and wife and she Mm. says I think my mom would love that more than loving because my mom was not loving she was just lovely which lends this mystique Mm. to her and she talks about how you know her mom didn't ever really have a job when she was growing up and so she never really knew what her mom was interested in she was like my mom did things for me and for my dad and that was it and other than her creams and her you know tinctures she didn't really do a lot for herself I think she finds out post yes. her mom
0: dying, she that finds she was out that she went to like, like an art class. No, so she actually
1: did that right before. And she did tell her mom, or her mom did text her pictures of some of her art, oh, that's but right, it's, yeah. she finds all of the art and she finds this beautiful letter from a teacher that her mom had gone to, to learn more. And she just was like, my mom was still developing as a person. And her life is just cut yeah. so short. And
0: I feel like that was another point of connection for her because she's yeah. an artist as a singer. Right. You know, right? She's was, always had an artistic. Finding that out was like
1: she was like, maybe I've always had my artistic thing from my mom. Yeah. Like she, she never could figure out where it came from. Mm. And I just found that so poignant. You know, it's all this stuff that you find out about people when they're gone. Like my mm. grandpa passed last year. Our grandpa passed, and there was so much about his career that I just—he was such a humble dude. Like you and he never was, yeah, ever and he was already would retired
0: have known. by the time like. <laughs> where it was in his life so you know we didn't know him in that time of like what he did as a lifelong career
1: and he was like hot shit he was a an engineer and just was so smart and it wasn't until you know my dad is like talking at his funeral that i was like he did what he what but i mean like one of my favorite grandpa stories is he's just dying to take us my sister you graduated and mm-hmm. <laughs> they had their, was it 60th, 50th wedding anniversary? I mean, we celebrated their 60th anniversary like Like 10 a million times. So. <laughs> um, Who knows at that point? <laughs> I don't really know. By the time we actually got there. So, my grandparents planned this really lovely family trip to Alaska and we got to go on a cruise. Tweet. Leah's favorite thing of all time, my most terrifying thing, because <laughs> in the middle of the ship one night, we all woke up to us listing all the oh, way geez. over to one side. The boat it was had a almost real hit, bad
0: storm, and there they was a had really bad storm around. and
1: they almost hit like Titanic that shit. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we woke
0: up and all the water had been like out of the pools cause it had
1: literally flew. literally like it had tipped all the way over. Side. Yeah. We almost died. <laughs> oh like the gosh, captain, my dad was like, if we did not have that captain, I think we probably would have been dead because the guy had like 20 years experience and he knew exactly what to do.
0: It was crazy. Who
1: would have gotten on the board on the, on the door? Oh me, probably. I would have been like, "Leah, you're out." No, just kidding. Shit! Uh No, I would definitely have been like ushering we all of the both children fit on the door. Yeah, we would have both fit on the door. Yeah, it would have thank been fine. you. No, so my grandparents arranged this beautiful trip for us, and we all got to go. And we are going on this land cruise at one point. Through a Denali, Denali National Park. It was
0: it was, it was like know, a like land tour off off like as an off the ship. Of the, of, after we had the two week cruise, that's it what was my like Grandpa
1: called it okay. It was like a land another tour. like week of of extra frivolity. Okay. okay, so we go to this huge pipeline, and it's the Alaskan pipeline, right? And yeah. <laughs> are you talking about oil? Yes. So we get there, and my grandpa. And my grandma get out and my grandma is just like in a tizzy. And I was like, Peach, what is the deal? It's what are you doing? Up. And she goes, you guys don't know. Your grandfather had the patent to make this part of the Alaskan pipeline that we're looking at. And we all went, my <laughs> brother was like, what, what the, what? So it's stuff like that where you're just like, it, it also amazes me. Because I know k- kids, you just don't have like the knowledge to be like, or the, you know, to think, oh, all of these people around me have rich lives and experiences I know that because I hang out with kids all day and they kind of are shocked whenever I'm like oh yeah I've done that before or oh yeah I love those bands or you know they just think of you as that one thing right I always just thought of my grandparents as that one thing or my mom and dad as these one things and it's not been until I've been an adult that I'm like how would they know oh they lived that oh or oh that that was their like whole career he spent years 60 years of service building stuff which is just crazy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. He had very, a very impressive career. So it's stuff like that where she has those moments in the book. So if you've ever, and she has a quote and I might try and find it where she says, you know, there are people who, you know, understand loss and people who don't, she says, it felt like the world had been divided into two different types of people. Those who had felt pain and those who had yet to, where you just, you know, if your time is not now, it's coming because everybody dies. Spoiler alert.
0: Diego will live forever it does feel like a whole different viewpoint like Mm -hmm. what we went through last year yeah like
1: we lost both like both sides two grandparents on opposite sides
0: and the year before that one of our aunts yeah and to have that much
1: loss back to back yeah
0: was an interesting like I don't know
1: I just feel I felt different after it like I felt like I viewed the world differently after that totally totally and I lost somebody really close to me at a kind of a young age. And then I lost another one, another friend of mine at another, like my mid twenties and both times it's just, yeah, it's like, it's world changing. It just doesn't ever leave you. And it really does make you think about things differently. Like I think I would not be the person I am today if I hadn't lost those people in my early twenties. Cause I think it just really molded and shaped all of my twenties. Yeah. And it made me a lot less fearful in a way. Like I was like, well, nothing is worse than this. So I might as well just try whatever I want. Not in a toxic way, hopefully. Hopefully it's always been (laughs) helpful. Yeah, I just think.
0: Well, I know like as a teenager, you like had these horrible nightmares of everyone around you dying all the time. Always, always. And I I would always think like, Like, well, of course everyone dies, but I was always like, well, why is she so fearful of it. Like mm. I, it wasn't something I ever spent like a lot of my time thinking about thinking
1: about. I did. Um, I was like that no, child in the corner who was like, death is coming for us all. And then it,
0: like, <laughs> it was like very <laughs> Emily like, Dickinson and it yeah. was like a part of our lives after that. And just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, did you have a lot more nightmares after that yes. still? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, so, get them I mean, occasionally Now they, they shift to okay you know, Mary Beth, Mary Beth being sick has caused me a lot of sleep, sleep apnea because or sleep apnea or sleep anxiety. (laughs) It's caused me
0: sleep apnea too.
1: (laughs) Shit. No, because I can't, I have a really hard time. Like I just am fearful that I'll wake up and something will be vastly different. Yeah. When I
0: remember it was like comforting to you when we lived together and we were in a one bedroom apartment. I loved that. And we had like twin beds next to each yeah. other. This was like our early 20s, by the mm,
1: way. My mid 20s. Your Almost yeah, yeah. late 20s. No, you're for right. Me. It was like mid 20s. It wasn't yeah. that long ago. Actually. No, it wasn't. It was literally like five years ago. <laughs> anyway,
0: I just remember you s- making a comment one time. You're like, oh, I sleep so much better because we're in the same room. Because mm-hmm. I can, if I wake up, I can just look over and like see that you're still breathing or whatever. And I was like,
1: oh, yeah.
0: That's interesting.
1: Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, like she said, I have always had anxiety about people dying. I think my. Anxiety from lots of therapy. What I've realized is it's not so much it's, it's my uh, feeling of displacement that happens when someone passes where I don't know who I am without that person or I'm no longer that person's grandchild or I'm no longer that person's ex-girlfriend. I'm just there. So I don't know how to like, that's the only way I can quantify it. My therapist and I landed on that Mm. where it just feels very like disorienting because you go around thinking you're this thing for a long time. And then you're just kind of all of a sudden not
0: part of that identity of you. Is yeah.
1: Gone. yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'll always, you'll always be, you know, so-and-so's grandchild, but you won't always be able to be referred to that by them, you know? Mm,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's why when that, when he was sick and we had that moment with him and he was making fun of me with the nurse, I was like, oh man, this is going to be rough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, cause my grandpa always did that. He was, he was Always razzing me.
0: He was a little turd. He like was a that. little turd. <laughs> my favorite on that cruise, actually, my favorite line of his. <laughs> he woke up one morning, we were at breakfast, and he goes, Man, my hair today, I just can't do a thing with it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I just always remember that. It was so funny. And he had like no hair. <laughs> oh so like, my God. Really, any hair. It's very thin, wispy. But it was like sticking up. Like, yeah, it straight. was. It was quite a th- <laughs> Can't do a thing with it. (laughs) I just (laughs) love that. It was a a hat day for sure. Show, yeah. Something in that first quote you read about she feels or she felt like she was robbed of the opportunity of Mm -hmm. understanding her mom Mm -hmm. at an older a older age. I think was very interesting because you know, like you said earlier, you. I think it's very common, at least in my experience, to think that your parents are perfect or superhuman when you're a kid, even if even if they're not great parents. No. You you always assume when you're a kid They know everything. Yeah, they they know everything or the problems you, even if they they aren't great parents. And then as you get older it's important to apologize to kids all the time. Yeah. But and then as you start getting older, you know, in your teen years and early 20s, that that realization that, oh my gosh, hey, it's like the pendulum swings, you know, all the way the other direction, and all you can see are their flaws, and, you know, well, you did this, and I don't like this, and X, Y, and Z, but, you know, as I've gotten older, and, you know, especially with my mom, yeah, I like to think, (laughs) especially with my mom, I've just grown to really appreciate her and we've gotten so much closer over the last few years mm. uh just understanding where she comes from and how she sees the world yeah and how she experiences things like being my age that i am now uh she
1: had like four kids by that point
0: uh three uh, 30, or she four? just had four yeah and like Sheesh. i know just <laughs> That's crazy to think about, uh, I know, and I have just two doggies, and I'm very okay with that, <laughs> but it's it's you know, just putting that just thinking just having that relationship with my parents now is is so beneficial, yeah, to understanding. Like, how I think about my childhood, how I think about my teen years, how I think about things that I didn't necessarily like so much, how I think about, you know, my relationship going forward, how I think about the person that I want
1: to be to others. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, for all of our parents' faults, obviously, they loved us. Yeah. They tried to love us as best they could. And I, they tried their best. I... I don't know, there was so much that my parents got right, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. No, I agree. I mean, and I I don't know, also being an adult, you just, like, kind of like what MB was saying, like, you learn things Mm. that make you understand why Mm -hmm. something, like, rubbed you the wrong way when you were a kid, or, like, why you have this, like, traumatizing experience when it didn't really seem to affect anyone else around Mm. you. Like, uh, just having that understanding is huge, and I think as an adult, you just learn yeah. as you, you know, learn more about the world in itself and hopefully learn more about your, you know, your parents and your family. Yeah. Like, you know, that, that kind of comes with time, but it's also
1: sad to think about that percentage of, you know, that you won't know about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Parents. Yeah.
1: As she's like going through the end of the book, I was like, man, how is she going to wrap this up? Like, yeah. as I was listening, I just couldn't fathom a, losing my parent that young or, and I mean, I just like, I have friends who've lost their parent, you know, like that is, I, I honestly can't like, I, yeah, I can't imagine. And I have ups, had so many ups and downs, especially with mom, our mom that I, I still though, like, I don't think I could survive very well without my mom here. I mean, you wouldn't you know?
0: trade those like experiences even
1: right all the the terrible ones ones, too yeah I because like at the end of the day I know my mom loves me as best she can and I know my mom loves I know mom loves you you know and I know mom loves Mary Beth you know like there's so many things that yeah I don't know oh I just
0: wanted to say one quick other thing of piggybacking off of my point earlier Yes, getting older and seeing your parents with that experience can serve to see them more empathetically, but it can also
1: show you what you don't want to be doing.
0: Well, yeah, and it it can allow you to, to give yourself more empathy as well yes. because oh, yeah. a totally. lot of people... Yeah. You know, blame themselves for you know how they were treated by their parents, Mm. um, as kids and as an adult. It's easier to you know show yourself that self love and be like, no, that was wrong. And as an adult, I can say that I would not treat a child like that. Yeah. Well, it also helps break the cycles. Yeah. I mean, being aware of that and knowing Mm. knowing that helps to consciously not do that right. in your own life right but i don't want to say like oh you know when you get older you'll see that your parents were doing the best that you can in every case no no some and i'm not n- trying not. to say that yeah I, oh and i don't want to i don't want to say that either like there are times
1: like and as there's well. also parents that are not doing
0: yes 100 percent. anything right
1: <laughs> so. some parents should mm, not be parents exactly um There's another quote that I really liked where she said, there was no one in the world that was ever as critical or could make me feel as hideous as my mother. But there was no one, not even Peter, Peter is her husband, who (laughs) ever made me feel as beautiful. Mm. She has this whole scene when, I don't want to spoil anything, actually, Uh, yeah, yeah, there's (laughs) um, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. (laughs) So she ends up getting married to her long-term boyfriend before her mom's passes. Peter Parker. Peter Parker. Like days. Literally days before her mom passes. Her her mom asked
0: her to pull up the wedding so that they could actually.
1: No, her mom doesn't ask her. She decides to do it. Her mom can go. So they go take this really lifelong dream trip all together. Her dad, her mom, and her to Korea. And while they're there, her mom becomes gravely ill. Shit. They finally are able to send her back home, and she calls her boyfriend and is like, Listen, if we were serious about getting married 10 years from now, let's just do it now so that my mom can be there. Were they engaged? No, no. They've been dating for a while. They've been dating for a while. And so they rush to get engaged. Then they rush to have the ceremony in her backyard in Oregon. So all of his family flies out, all their friends come out. And it sounded like just the sweetest day. It reminded me of our wedding. Where, you know, just, oh boy, but it's just, you know, like small, intimate ceremony. And her mom, she comes downstairs after getting her friends, get her ready. And she comes downstairs and she's like, mama, how do I, how how do I look? Like, tell me what's wrong. She's like, my mom would always point out when I looked ugly. And that was like a saving grace in a way. And she's like coming to realize this as her mom's passing. And so she, her mom just looks at her and goes, you look beautiful. And she's like, and that's when she writes that part. And I just, that punched me in the gut. Cause like. My mom was never critical of like the way we looked, but she was so critical of herself that you mm. still as a woman internalize that, you know, and and my mom's always been very complimentary, like, Oh, your hair looks nice like that or Oh, I love how you girls always style your hair different ways or you know, like, and things like well and I love the fact that she's always coming to us for like fashion advice. Fashion and advice and
0: or like, Oh, take me shopping, I wanna
1: I wanna have your opinion. Yeah. My mom
0: has never come to me for fashion advice.
1: That is not shocking to me at all.
0: Baby, I have great passion. I don't know Baby. that anyone should come to you for watching. Damn! Ooh, Rachel roasted. has st- stolen a number of my pieces. Yeah, I sleep shirts. <laughs> <laughs> she does like to take people's clothes to sleep in.
1: Baby. Pretty religiously. I do that for it's Leah. It's just I do that as for long Amy. as it's comfy,
0: she'll take it.
1: I'll also just sleep anywhere, really. I'll wear whatever you need me to wear to well, go to bed. Well,
0: you were yawning a lot at the beginning of this podcast, but... I've always been a bit she will fall asleep. I will legit fall at asleep. Any time, but I've been known to, to fall asleep with except like, for when
1: a ship is on its listing side. <laughs> oh, or except, you know, when I should be sleeping at a regular time, oh, True, true. Yeah. then I can't go to sleep. So accurate.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, I have, as I've hit my thirties, <laughs> been able to fall asleep, like sitting up in a chair. Yeah. <laughs> Never have in my life. Have I that was my
1: favorite. That. Actually this summer, when we went to watch, make sure peach was doing okay. We, our last sweet, sweet grandparent, had an issue this summer and we had to go and help. And she had surgery. And yeah. she had surgery and so we were there to take care of her. And my favorite thing my favorite thing is one afternoon I was making some food in the kitchen or something and I came back to be like, "Hey, do you guys want more pepper in this?" Both of y'all had fallen asleep <laughs> sitting up in the chair. I totally. And I was like, it. "Retirement home almost retirement home." <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <bitch>. <laughs> um, Actually, I would live in a retirement Yeah, community. that's like the life, man. And then like,
0: karma struck me.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, Rude the as hell. aftermath. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, all that to say, I really love this book. I highly recommend. If you are an audiobook person, I really recommend you listen to it because she does pronounce a lot of the Korean words for you, and that is super helpful. And some of it, I was like, oh, I know what that means, and oh, that's so nice. Just go into it knowing it's not like a. F- funny huh? like well
0: feel good either like it's no it's, it's pretty sad when it's has the word crying in the title it means it this time mm, truly yeah. truly and you will be crying wherever you are sitting reading it so
1: yeah yep but i agree i
0: think i would rate it Probably like four out of five stars. Oh, Damn. I'm going to rate it five out of five. Five out of five. Damn. Yeah. I okay. love it a was It was very good. And it was very well written too. It's just so beautiful. Yeah. I, I'd seemed, I had seen some buzz about this one.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's come up, like I said, in a couple of different podcasts I listened to, but mainly I remember them talking about it on what should I read next? Because the woman was looking for more like memoir style mm. of writing. And the, and Anne Bogle said that this was great on audio. And I, I, and I knew you had read it, so I was like, well, "Oh, okay. I'll just add it to my audio I did not pile. listen, but I did read it.
0: No. I'm assuming this is not an ass clapper. No. Oh no. <laughs> nope. The cheeks were <laughs> very sedentary. Very, uh, were... I was say very clenched. <laughs> One
1: could even say clenched. <laughs> uh,
0: how many heart thumps? Oh, oh so
1: many. Gosh. I cried out, like like visibly cried, and had to sit down twice. Yeah. So, mm. I mean. But it also depends. Very it, I much. think I just
0: related to the mother-daughter relationship thing yeah. a lot, and I think that, for me, was like what I
1: took away from it.
0: Yeah. So I mean, heart thumper wise, it was pretty high up there for me because you know,
1: it's just I related mm. to it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I feel like we all need to do say one happy thing <laughs> because I feel like <laughs> this has kind of been a downer episode, mm-hmm. maybe a
1: little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. I'll start. Yeah, we'll need to do like a trigger. Yeah. Trigger warning for this one, I think.
0: Do you want me to start? I'll start. Sure, start go ahead. It. My happy thing is that yesterday was Diego's uh, <laughs> adoption day. It's been four years since we got him. She's been waiting this whole time Actually, to talk about it. him. I'm always not waiting. I talk about him all the time. Diego. He's my baby. So, yeah, we've had him for four years um, he's old as fuck. Yeah, he's getting very old. <laughs> so so old. he's such an old man. We uh, went over to the PetSmart. superior pet supply store. Oot, oot. Uh, and grabbed him some gear.
1: Yeah, a couple toys and. I had to talk you out of buying boots and a hat for Delilah for <gasps> a holiday.
0: It was so <gasps> cute. They're little oh my cowboy boots. Why, why did you talk her out of it? <laughs> because do we need to <laughs> the spend thirty dollars on are that? So <laughs> it was no. little cowboy boots and a hat do you think my milo gosh. would let yeah
1: would you think milo would let you put that on him because that would look oh, 100%. really fucking cute
0: he'd be mad about it but he's so he too small to fight it so yeah i'm that's very thankful true that boy scares me and happy that
1: diego, was diego here. is in our lives
0: yeah and it was here for another trip around the sun that's my happy that's very cute very cute what is my
1: happy Ooh. Oh, I don't know, man.
0: Oh. Man, I got paid this week. Woo! Um, a true
1: happy. I
0: just recently got a promotion at work, oh, and oh, 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 the no! new paycheck is...
1: <gasps> Lit. Given me... Life.
0: Life. truly. Fat
1: when we are off air, I would like to know what the dollar...
0: Given me more... Leeway to pay off my student loan. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Thank
1: you. Oh, That's my happy. Oh, 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 What is mine? What is my joy? Well, oh, I don't know. I don't know. The kids were pretty funny today. They did a color battle where uh, like they raised. Color <laughs> yeah, they raised money for the school, and this company comes out and uh, like they give them all the incentives. So we were trying to raise ten grand. We raised. My class alone raised almost two.
0: Nice. Shit.
1: Wow. Yeah. And this, I think we won the whole, like the whole thing. And one of my kids raised the most out of all of them. I was cracking up because at pickup, I went down and I don't normally do that, but I had only eight kids at the end of the day. And so I walked them out and I wanted to see how the babies did. So I was there and one of my boys at the gate, he saw me and I jokingly told all of them. I said, don't come to me at the end of today. I don't want your sweaty little germs. I don't want your sweaty little bodies all over me. Cause you're going to get your gross little paint stuff all over me. Cause it's a color run. So they give them this bombs yeah. Yeah. of like color it, yeah. stuff. And I was like, I don't want you anywhere near me. I've and always wanted to do one of those, but I don't I've run. Done,
0: I've done it. <laughs> I've done it before and it was pretty fun. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So they really story. enjoy they enjoyed it, and one of my kids was there, and he goes, "I think it's in my lungs." And his dad was like, "Oh man, I'm, they they gave you valley fever, didn't they?" Oh, shit. And we were all just joking about it, and he goes, "Oh, Mrs. Shoemaker, have such a good weekend. Do you want a hug?" And I was like, "Get away from you, or get away from, <laughs> get away from you, get
0: away from uh, you. No, no. Directions I was like, are
1: unclear. Get, get away from me, you menace." And his parents are standing right there, and they were just like shaking their head, laughing hysterically, and it just made me happy because then every single kid passed and present on their way out was like oh Mr. Shoemaker you want a hug and I was like get away from me all of you are menaces yeah so that was sweet I just love them so much like they're just such weirdos and uh they really do they also just make me laugh so much this group is so funny you today
0: light of my life you make me hug Stop. You give me straight oh, to
1: carry on. Please don't ever record don't an album. cut any of that.
0: <laughs> I will never. I never cut any of our singing. That's I like the highlight of the don't episode. Know if that's true. Okay. Um, anyway. Okay. <laughs> Ready? Okay. okay. <laughs> well. Oh. ladies it has been fantastic and we hope it's you have a, a good real week joy. and don't find yourself crying alone in h-mart thank goodness it's or not sunday anyway. thank goodness what a time don't forget to follow us i just muted you on accident <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to follow us uh, off the page it uh, with be <laughs> no. on social no. media anyway have a good love week you hobgoblins Can you hear me too? Much? Can you
1: see me, 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 me? Oh, Can, no. oh. oh that was very loud, too. Deep. Shit. <laughs>
0: Uh who who's on what frequency? I think I'm on 1. I'm on your
1: frequency. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um I'm on 1. I think little Marmar is this 3. Guy. And I okay, don't and I think I'm you're I'm number in this. 2.
0: I'm number 3. As it should I'm be. <laughs> baby.
1: <laughs>
0: That's a side effects the of my illness. <laughs> Being number 2, mm. having to number 2 a lot. Oh. <laughs> Don't make fun of my chronic disability. It's not it. Okay, you need. I think we need to change the language. Think or no?
1: <laughs> well, try not to be. Do know it, Ollie? You know. <laughs> since, since when? when?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck both of you. Maybe only one of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <One of us. laughs> I wish we had
1: been recording this episode because I think I'm already blushing. <laughs> I am recording this. <laughs> no. Oh. I meant on television. You know, oh. like a camera.
0: Oh, on we television. do not need a camera on this action right now. Oh my Yeah,
1: this is a bit of a hot mess express today. Speak
0: for yourself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Time to fuck shit up. Being the- <gasps> there she is with her no collar. Oh, She's so beautiful. You are nudie.
0: Oh
1: I know. Um, okay, should what we do you start have to the say? pod? Sniff oh. the move. Wow. That's a lot. Oh man. Oh. I feel whoa. like I'm really loud. Do you want to turn me down? It's the one and only time you're allowed to Let's say that. I'm turn to it say. Down. <laughs> All, right. All right.
0: Calm down. All right. Three seconds of silence. That means you and you. <laughs> Beginning now. <laughs>